Just like me. You tell me what that, that means. means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. Rings. I've seen it go down. We can reenact things. things. Extreme like DMXing. These boys pussy and they PMSing. Mm. People in the city see the movement occurring and say, My God, I want to be in that scene. Damn right, you want to be in this, this scene. scene. She had the video trying to be in this, this scene. scene. Used to fantasize about being this scene. Yeah. Bluegrass girl, but she got big dreams. big dreams. Can't touch me, I got instincts. Locked in the house, but I'm plotting things. things. I brought a gang to the party with me. me. Five white boys, but they not in sync. Hey, hey, Fuck what y'all hey, think hey. Fuck everything that you say about me My dogs like to play mad in the 2K But one thing they don't do is play, play about me. me My homeboy Tyler, he playing South Beach He told me this summer he gonna fix my jumper I told boy Wonder that we might got a thumper I've been trying to pop, now I'm on like Shumper Now they on my bumper Green room chock full of all my comforts Hotel room like heaven on earth Got angels in my bed with some all white covers Covers Ace Pro Nemo, Lucy and Kiso, Sloop Clay Tufo And I got a few more I call my brothers I got a lot of flows and they all like butter You know what that means I came mm. home nice but I'm going back mean Mac I'm about mean. to glow trot when they know a vaccine Motherfuckers act lost but they know exactly what's, what's going, going on. on Made a mill and I don't know what to blow what it on. on I tell a critic shut up like my show is on Give a t-shirt to a set throw it on She want a mini high school classmates I'm growing on hey. My peers ain't popping they don't know what's going wrong Going wrong Y'all well dressed, but you ain't got soul and you just can't sew it on. Sew it on. I'm trying to tell y'all boys. I got boys. a few songs I can sell y'all boys. I tried boys. it back then, it was hell nah, boy. Now I'm in a box like a Kellogg's toy. The ones that hate me the most look just, just like me. me. You tell me what that means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. I've seen it go down, we, we can reenact, reenact things. Extreme like DMXing. These boys pussy and they PMSing. People in the city see the movement occurring and say, my God, I want to be in that scene. That's right. Damn right you want to be in this scene. This she scene. had the video trying to be in this scene. Used to fantasize about being this scene Bluegrass girl, but she got big dreams Can't touch me, I got instincts Locked in the house, but I'm plotting things I brought a gang to the party with me Five white boys, but they not in sync No, they not in sync No, they not in sync They not in sync They call me JT, but I'm not in sync I just caught that part of the song I, I never really caught that part they he mentions JT on that, you know. Even on the like fade out ad lib, it still has like an extra bar in there just for fun. He's a great rapper. Listen, Jack Harlow dropped a new song. That's how we're gonna start this episode. We're gonna talk about new music that came out this lovely Friday, yesterday. By the time you're listening to this, um, you know, Jack Harlow dropped a follow up to what's popping. I react. I, I recorded a reaction to this song. Uh, which unfortunately didn't actually record, like the audio of it didn't record. So I just kind of gave up on trying to salvage what I did have, which was just the video. But obviously the audio is horrible and it didn't record the system audio. So there was no fucking point in trying to fix that shit. Uh, but I guess I'll just use this, um, you know, this podcast show as a way to talk about the song. It's a great song. It, it's it to, it's a perfect follow up to what's popping. It, it kind of juggles that modern vibe, especially with that flute. Even though that flute melody is very, you know, Zelda medieval ex- inspired. And I haven't really heard that kind of melody before in any songs. Um, you know, it's still that instrument, you know, that, that wood instrument is being used in every trap song nowadays. But, you know, the thing about this song is it felt more like a Jack Harlow song than it did a modern song. What's popping was him going full like trap pop 
this is kind of him in the middle. And if the trajectory makes sense, the next, the third single for his new project, whenever that comes out, it's probably going to be heavier in his typical Jack Harlow bag, which was still a trap, but it was more interesting trap as opposed to the kind of trap that's going on. But yeah, I really enjoyed that song. It's really fucking catchy. It's just as catchy as what's popping to me. And people are going to notice that, you know, like that chorus is kind of perfectly... It's a perfect rap chorus too. It's not like it's not like a sing songy hook. It's actually a quite long hook. It's like thirty seconds or something, you know. And there's just two hooks and a verse in between, which is just what all of these short songs are nowadays. You know, that's a structure. If you want your shit to be played over and over again, that's all that uh, Old Time Road was. You know what I mean? It was just a hook, uh, verse and hook. That's really all that it takes nowadays. But I like Jack Harlow and I really like that song. However, the song I did not fucking like was that Position song by Ariana Grande. I hate it. There's something that gives me a visceral reaction to that song anytime I even try to listen to it, right? Because I tried to listen listen to it when it came out, obviously. Like, for one of the first songs I tried to listen to, that was that. Because it's the first song I think that pops up on your fucking Spotify new releases playlist. I couldn't even get halfway through it. It was like so fucking poppy and there was no memorable melody, which was the thing that Ariana Grande was doing really well in her past hits. You know what I mean? The melodies were great. This song had no fucking melody. It was really bizarre. The, the instrumental was pretty interesting for a, a pop song, but it's still very heavily a pop song and not even one I enjoyed. Like, and what's crazy is that, you know, typically when I first hear a song, and I don't really give it much of a chance. If I go back later and try to listen to it again, I probably end up liking it more. But what happened when I tried to listen to it again the second time, I just, it, it put me off even more. It was really strange how I tried to listen to the song again and it, it annoyed me like even more. Like I couldn't even get through 10 seconds of it, right? First time I got through like half of it, this time I couldn't even get through 10 seconds. It's really bizarre. I don't know. There's something about that song that really puts me off and I don't really like it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to start this episode with some, you know, new music, uh, new new music Friday commentary. Um, but I'm tired as fuck. I'm recording this, you know, pretty late at night. Haven't really done shit, but the fact that it's so late and I kind of don't have energy, to, the energy to do this podcast is the reason why I'm sounding the way I'm sounding. And I did try to record this podcast earlier today. But something as minuscule as, you know, the music not ending when I wanted it to. Right? Because, you know, on Spotify, you click the button where it doesn't repeat. Right? Um, uh, you know, there's a button when you can choose it to repeat, you know, the song, repeat the album, or not repeat at all. I thought I made it clear to Spotify that I didn't want the song to repeat. I just wanted it to end and that be the way I start the episode. But for whatever reason, because of the lagginess of the app that I'm using, this Spotify app on Mac, you know, it, it just kind of showed me that that's how it was. And then as soon as I got out of the app, it was actually going to repeat again. And then the song started to repeat again, and that kind of completely took me out of it, and I didn't really want to do that podcast. It was strange. It's one of the softest, one of the simplest ways for me to not do the podcast ever, because usually maybe I get an anxiety attack, whatever, but that kind of 
just completely ruined my mood. And I mean, you know, that has to do with my need to control everything. And, you know, my podcast is one of the few things where I can control every single little aspect of it, right? Like everything I do on this podcast is me. You know, the graphic design, the the fucking clips, the social medias, the, the YouTube account, the SoundCloud account, you know, where the podcast is distributed to. You know what I mean? I control every single fucking little aspect. You know, the copy, the, 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 the captions, all that kind of shit is all me. And although it's a lot of work, I do actually like it just because it's uh, I can control everything. And, you know, when you have anxiety, as I do. You know, I've recently found out or realized that I have a lot of, I suffer a lot from anxiety. You know, when you have that, the more control, the better, you know, and I realized like I kind of unravel when things get taken out of my hands and there's literally nothing I can do, but wait or just, you know, deal with whatever it is that I have to deal with. Um, that's why I kind of freak out whenever, let's say if I'm texting a girl and they don't respond or they take long to respond or like, you know, there's a pattern that is set. And that and that gets broken or, you know, that person starts acting weird or that sense that the smallest sense of uh, disruption and how things used to be, that would drive me fucking crazy. Like I remember this girl and I talked about it in a, a podcast episode. It's the episode called Women Are Crazy um, on the Empty Opinions podcast, the main show on Mondays, um, episode 43 or something around that number. Uh, but I did that episode. Or episode 37, I don't remember exactly. There's no point in me and even me trying to find what exactly episode it was. But in that episode, I talked about this girl who I was kind of talking to and then she didn't respond for like a weekend and try to play it off like there was nothing wrong. That episode and that girl specifically, something I didn't mention on the podcast because I felt like it was just too weird. It's just that night from that weekend that she wasn't texting me. Like I literally had like a, like I couldn't sleep because I was so anxious. Like I, I had full body shivers. I couldn't stop thinking about it. It was really a wild experience. And I think that kind of clued me in as to how much anxiety I truly have and how much it bothers me when I'm left, you know, un, uninformed. When I'm left in limbo, like limbo is the thing I hate the most. And I always try my best to make sure I'm never really at that state. In my life, but um, what the fuck was I even talking about? I just kind of started rambling. Oh yeah, that what this podcast is gonna be. So I started off with that, you know, with that talking about, you know, Rihanna Grande and uh, Jack Harlow. So um, that's that, and I just kind of talked a little bit about my uh, my anxiety. I guess now I'll just talk about you know the second presidential debate, which I think would have been the third if it wasn't for the cancellation that happened a couple of weeks ago because of Trump catching Corona. But yeah, the second debate happened and I watched about an hour of it and everything was going like it wasn't going the best. Like the moderator did kind of a poor job at controlling Trump because he because every because I mean, you know, every time they would go because it started pretty cordial, right? Like people were staying shut and whatever. And apparently I didn't watch till the end, but apparently kind of just started going wild again. But from what I saw, everybody seemed like, OK, but it, when it was like open you know, open talk and they were going back and forth. They, they weren't really interrupting each other, but the problem was the moderator wasn't really limiting the rebuttals. Like, so what would happen is like Trump would say something and then Biden would say something. Trump would say something. Biden would say something. Let's say Trump would say something again. And then Biden would say something. 
at that point, I feel like as a moderator, you're like, all right, that's enough rebuttals for everybody. Let's move the fuck on. No, Mr. President, we're moving on. Um, but the president was able to convince the moderator to let him talk and give another rebuttal. But then she would give, let's say, Biden another rebuttal. And then Biden, and then the thing that they both did is that they would add, you know, uh, on top of rebutting, they would add new information that now the other person had to rebut. You know what I mean? They had to form a rebuttal to that new statement that you threw in there. So quickly, like segments that should have gone on for like two minutes went on for like five because the moderator wasn't able to stop people from adding fucking new information and therefore having to having to allow the other person to add or to rebuttal to whatever the fuck they're saying. But that's besides the point, right? Like I think the moderator kind of failed in that way, but it was still better than last time where, you know, they, the threat of muting the mics wasn't looming for both candidates. But the thing that I did notice with this, um, just with, with this, uh, um, debate is that I really don't give a fuck about politics, man. I really do not give a single fuck about politics and um you know it's crazy because trump has made it so that we have to care because of all the fucked up things that he's doing but i truly don't fucking care it's it, it was wild i was watching this i'm like okay this is great that it had some sort of like rules and and normalcy because the, re the only reason i even wanted to watch it was because everybody was expecting trump to go fucking nuts and he was pretty calm for the most part at least in the beginning at least from what i saw so when I noticed that nothing crazy was really going to happen, then I had to sit with the fact that I'm listening to this fucking presidential debate and I'm listening to these politicians talk about, or at least these two candidates talk about what they're going to do when they become president and like talk heavily in, in policy and shit. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> That's all I kept thinking. And I, had, I mean, like I said, I eventually stopped it like at the one hour mark. I'm like, I really don't give a fuck about politics. It's kind of wild how Trump has kind of tricked so many people in this country to give a fuck about politics when otherwise we wouldn't. And um, then again, that's probably why Trump is so successful, what he does, because he is able to get people riled up, even if they don't care about politics. Granted, Trump is a president, so a lot of the shit that the president does, you know, we should be paying attention to. And I mean, you know, politics and government in general, we should pay attention to as well. Because it could affect us. But for whatever reason, like, whenever... I, I just don't give a fuck about politics, man. It's just what I've realized. And it's just what... You know, I have to be honest. Like, it, I, I... You know, I, I, I am pretty apathetic to a lot of shit that happens in the world. There's certain things that get me out of my apathetic, you know, ways. You know, most notably when the George Floyd thing happened. When the Kyle Rittenhouse fucking 70 year old shooting protester thing happened because i feel like those are interesting topics and there's a deeper thing to it but is there a deeper thing to or at least you know i think i was able to add some information to the conversation that nobody else was and i think that that just shows my narcissism but with this nsars thing i was just like there's nothing I can really say that anybody else isn't saying there's that's the thing that kind of bothers me and makes me become apathetic when that's what I've realized just now. I just realized that it's really is literally when there isn't more than one opinion to a certain thing. Like you, you can't have any other opinion besides, yeah, 
and what's happening in Nigeria is bad and SARS, right? Like it's a pretty simple black and white statement that anybody could say. So if everybody could say, what the fuck do I want to say? You know what I mean? It's just it's just this thing everybody can say, and it is what it is. And you can raise awareness, but I get this sense of, you know, I just become apathetic towards a lot of that kind of stuff. And just in general, I just have this feeling that, um, you know, a lot of foreign affairs, I don't understand why, you know, we should care, but it's like we can only care to a certain extent because it is foreign And to what extent do we want to get involved in p things that are foreign, right? Like, do we want people to get involved in shit that happens in the United States? How much do we intercept each other's businesses? It's all things I think about when things like this and SARS things happen. And I'm not mad at exposure. Like, exposure by talking about it through social media, you know, helps. If big celebrities and just a big swell of people start talking about it, You know, the people that are on the other end of that wrath from the Internet tend to succumb if it is, you know, loud and strong enough. So I have no problem with that, you know, social, you know, bringing awareness to shit through social media. But it comes to a point where it's like, okay, that's about as much as we can do. That's how I feel sometimes. It's like, that's about as much as we can do. So, I mean, what the fuck do we do next? Can't really do shit next. Also, this place is really fucking far from us. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a whole other country. Like, how involved should we get? Uh, those are the things that go through my head with the NSARs. But, yeah, like I said, I just get apathetic with a lot of stuff. Like, that debate made me realize how apathetic I am towards government and politics. Because I just personally don't think it will affect me because I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Like, at the end of the day, that's just my feeling with it. It's just, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I'm going to do. And nobody's going to stop me, right? Like, I want to become a famous uh, a broadcaster, right? I want to have the biggest podcast in the world. I want to be the biggest broadcaster in the world. I think I have the biggest podcast from a 20-year-old ever of anybody. There is no 20-year-old that has a better podcast than me. Um, and I say 20 because I'm also 20. So it's like, those things... I, I don't give a fuck what the president is. I don't give a fuck what the state rules are. Like, none of that shit really I give a fuck about because to me it doesn't apply. Granted, I understand this is fucked up because we should care about what affects others. But I'm just being honest. That's really kind of how I feel about a lot of the shit that's been happening recently. And maybe my apathetic, like, f nature is just when I go through depressive bouts. Because I have been feeling kind of depressed this whole past week. But it isn't like the sad depressed, right? It's almost like the I don't feel like doing anything depressed. Which I'm starting to, I guess, just now also realize like, damn, I think that is part of a repression. Because I mean, in the past couple, like four or five days, I have not done shite. Like nothing at all. It's really wild. Like, I haven't worked, I haven't done homework, all I've been doing is playing fucking 2K, and maybe doing some home chores, but anything else I haven't been doing, I've been kind of really bored, so I guess that is my depression, but the reason I didn't immediately identify it as depression is because I haven't really cried, you know what I mean, like, when I think of depression, I guess I just feel like, oh, you know, crying uncontrollably, or, or some of that shit, but... No, it's just, I guess, my depressive bout that I've had this week is just this nonchalantness. You know, just feeling really nonchalant and not wanting to do shit. 
it's really weird. I mean, even with the podcast, like the one little inconvenience that stopped me earlier today from recording, like stopped me from recording until now, like six, seven hours later. I don't know. And I've done some shit, right? Like I washed the car, I bought some groceries. I gave myself a, 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 uh, shape up. But besides that, I haven't really done shit, which is interesting. But, um, yeah. And another thing that's been happening this week is just, you know, I'm still not over this fucking girl, man. This, this girl who I used to speak Spanish to all the time and so much so that like now every time, and it's kind of fucked up because not only am I not over her, I feel like anything that is in Spanish is going to make me remember her. You know what I mean? It's kind of fucked up, but I, I, I do feel like that's what's happening is <laughs> really fucked up because I don't want that, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been rough, man. It's just, I'm still not over her. Oh, and here's a funny thing, right? Like I was getting really anxious because I was like, man, I'm not getting over her. I'm still thinking about her and all this shit. And I, for some reason, I, you know, I put this rule to myself, like, I'm not going to look at any of her shit, any of her stories, you know, her Instagram posts, none of that shit. I'm not going to look at it. And I started thinking about that, like the anxiety of me purposely avoiding her account. Uh, and I just kind of gave in. I was like, fuck it. And I was kind of mad at myself because I was like, come on, just stick with one fucking thing. It's a big issue I have. Like whenever I have to do, you know, it's hard for me to control myself if there isn't like an actual consequence to it. Right. Like me not looking at her Instagram stories or her Instagram account. It's just like a mental thing. And it's just a thing that I put on myself that may or may not help, you know, and getting over her. Um, but it's not like if I break that and actually see her Instagram profile that, you know, I may lose this apartment or I may fail my class, any of my classes. So then, you know, when the consequences aren't as such, it's hard for me to follow through and something. I mean, I have no self-discipline and that's a really bad thing that I kind of want to fix about myself because it will help with a lot of things. You know, I'm very, um, you know, what's the word when you do whatever the fuck you, you, when, you know, I go with my instincts a lot of the time and I know for sure that's not good. So, but whatever I was, I was in a bathroom. I was getting a little anxious that I couldn't really see her Instagram page. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to look at it. And I looked at her stories and I looked at her new pictures. I kind of glanced over that shit. And thankfully it, it, the only thing it did is make me more calm. But now thinking about it, I don't know if, if it made me more calm because um, I got to see her again. So now I got my dose of her even as small as it was or because, you know, it, I didn't really feel anything because I didn't really feel anything besides just tranquility. So the way you can take that tranquility is that either that satisfied my fix of her and I fucked up because I shouldn't have done that because like a drug addict, you kind of have to deprive yourself of your drug in order to overcome it. If you take a small hit, you know, it's, it's going to take longer and it's making it harder on yourself. It could have been that when I saw her or it could have been, you know, oh, I built this up in my head. I made this way worse or way worse than it actually was just to see her Instagram page. And, you know, I'm totally fine. You know, this isn't really going to affect me. Who knows which way it is? I guess we'll have to see. I'll let you guys know next week if I'm still kind of under her spell. 
But yeah, I'm kind of under her spell still. And I've real also realized, like, I think for me, just a nail takes out another nail, man. Like, I just need to get a crush on somebody else and get that, you know, obsessive and overthink that new person. And since all of my time is going to go to thinking about that other person, then naturally that nail of that past girl that I was talking to is just going to come out. It's really interesting how my psyche works. I hope you guys are finding that interesting. But, you know, I just have to kind of rant on it. Just kind of have to talk about it because um, if I don't do it here, then where the fuck am I going to do it? Um, And I guess one more thing is just, you know, I'm still not over the fact that she was talking to a guy with my name, man. That I talked about this this past week, right? Like the last episode was kind of detailing this whole situation with this girl. But, I mean, that's really fucked up. And I, I think that's one of the things that, like, is keeping me from listening to that guy's music even more. Like, I already had no interest in listening to Eladio Carrion's music. But I think her doing that now only makes me more angry anytime I see anything happening with that guy. Because I recently was learning more about him and I'm learning how successful he's gonna be. he's becoming, right? How successful that trap Latin trap album Sauce Boys was for him, and the fact that he even dropped a fucking single with um fuck who did he drop it with? But I know he had a big like uh you know American trap artist on it, and some big you know Hispanic trap Latin artists as well on there. But I saw that I'm like fuck this guy's big, he has my fucking name. Some ego with that, like I and, and like I said, that past girl, that that the, the Spanish girl, the player, as I referred to her as in the past episode, I think she fucking instilled that in me, man. And you know, I think she posted that thing of me being one of ten to literally get me to stop, you know, to to stop me from falling deeper in love with her. I think that shit was on purpose because I, to be to be honest with you, there I don't believe. And not that I'm taking the 10 number, like, literally, but I just don't believe, you know, this is going to sound kind of fucked up, but I really don't believe she's talking to multiple guys. Like, I can't even see who the fuck she will be talking to. She only, I think she only really likes Hispanic people. She likes talking in Spanish, so the person will have to talk Spanish. Now that I think about it, yeah, she, I, I it doesn't make sense that she will be talking to anybody else, right? I mean, she kind of posted that. But I kind of think she was just doing that subtly to get me to stop falling in love with her, which hmm, I don't know how I would feel about that. If that is the case, would I feel less or more angry at her? I don't know. But, you know, it, it sure is working because I haven't texted this fucking broad since I found that out. So maybe it is working. But, yeah, just a quick update player update i'm still not over this girl and it's kind of pathetic but i mean whatever look we're gonna end this episode with this song um it's in spanish it's like spanglish talk about things that make me think of her the fact that this is like a spanish song makes me think about her i can't stop i don't normally like to say but the way you move is just not fair Everybody boom, move it side to side. Body, body boom, move it left to right. Body, body boom, quiero conocerte. Body, body boom, 
Quiero conocerte, body, body, boom, my closet, I dig ya. Body, body, boom, bring it closer to me, yeah. Body, body, boom. Quiero conocerte, body, body, boom. Quiero conocerte. Azúcar, ella es azúcar. Párate a mí, yeah. Ponete a la mí, a mí, yeah. Don't know your name, but I want you. I don't know you, but I got you. Quiero conocerte, 